This is the story of three. This is a story about how three people came to faith in Jesus Christ, how they became friends, and how God has worked in and through their friendship as they spent time in fellowship and prayer together. Their names are Josh, Sven, and Kaz. Let's start with the story of how Josh came to faith in Christ. Josh came to faith in Christ when he was six years old and grew up going to church with his mothers and sisters. However, Josh wasn't sure how much of a relationship with God he had, even though he was going to church. When he was older, he felt that his relationship with God developed when he started going to a C3 church and also spent time at the beach where he sensed God was near. One morning, while Josh was spending time at the beach with God, he noticed someone up on the rocks nearby and he wondered if this person was praying. The next morning, he saw the same person up on the rocks again, so he approached him and asked if he was praying. this guy was sort of up on the rocks as I was walking around and I thought hmm, I wonder if he's praying um, he had his studies on so I couldn't see his eyes um, and, I, and I thought oh, I'll just let him be but I had this you know, I went around to pray you know, in my little spot I had this sort of thing in my spirit I'm going Go and talk to him. Go and talk to him. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to go and talk. 
Um, and anyway, I thought, all right, I'll go. But by the time I walked back, this guy gone. I said, all right, God, if he's there the next day, I'll stop and talk to him. So I walked back around the next morning and uh, there was this guy, arms outstretched. I thought, yeah, he's definitely praying. <laughs> I went up to him and he said, are you praying? He goes, yeah, I am. It turns out that the person who Josh saw praying was Sven. Sven had been praying at the beach on the rock for some time, and like Josh, he felt like the beach was a good place where he could connect and spend time with God. Sven had noticed Josh the previous day, and had a similar sense from God that he should go and talk to him. I really did not see people down there. Like it was just a, it was a very secluded place because you had to walk along a cliff, and it's basically risk your life to get there. Um, and uh, anyway, the the day <laughs> the day I see Josh is um, is uh, like the same feeling that he said he had in his spirit. I had the exact same feeling, and the Holy Spirit was going, "You got to go speak to him. You got to go speak to him." And I'm running late for work. I was like, "Oh." You know, I, I've got to go to work. So, I, you know, anyway, I ran to work and, um, and, uh, and I thought, oh, I'll see him again, no doubt. I'll, hopefully I'll see him again. I had never seen him before. You know, it had been months that I'd been down there praying. Anyway, um, the, you know, the next day I've got my hands up and I'm praying and, I, you know, this, this friendly face looks over and goes, are you praying? <laughs> and I'm like, are you praying? I'm like, yeah, I am. Both Sven and Josh felt like the beach was a place where they could pray and connect with God. However, Sven's story of how he came to faith in Christ is different to Josh's. Sven always believed in God and had faith when he was growing up, but he didn't come to faith in Christ until later on in his life. I've always had faith, like I've always looked um, I remember, I remember being a kid, and I'd look at the stars, and and I'd, I'd be like, you know, I'd, I'd gone to Anglican church and, and things, and and I always, I just never doubted there was God, you know. Um, in my years, um, in my years growing up, um, that definition of God got sort of misconstrued into, you know, you can reach God from all sorts of different angles and and stuff, and. Um, you can do whatever you want as long as you're a nice person. I sort of watered it down in my own mind. Um, I didn't really have a relationship with God. I just believed there was a God. So I had faith there was a God, um, and I just didn't know him. Sven started going to church after going through a difficult season in his life. He had started a restaurant with a friend, but unfortunately, he got ripped off a lot of money and he had to put the company into liquidation and went bankrupt. In uh, about 2013, I, uh, 12, 13, around that time, I got actually got drunk um, and, and I decided to open a restaurant friend of mine um, and and so we followed through on that plan, and in that process, I um, 
I guess my eyes were open in terms of how people were with greed and, and all sorts of things. Um, and I met some pretty, un, um, some undesirable characters in there. And I actually got ripped off a lot of money and, um, and I had to put a, a, a company into liquidation and personally go bankrupt. And, and I take responsibility for, you know, for my share in, in what happened. And it, and it was just a really tough period in my, my life. Um, Around the same time as this, unfortunately Sven and his family were also experiencing a personal crisis. I was teaching, I mentioned that I was teaching at C3 um, college and uh, I, um, I actually had, in that restaurant period, I'd lost a baby. So my wife and I, we, we'd, um, we'd lost a baby and I was just devastated. My wife fell pregnant again. Um, after the restaurant, after everything that had happened, I went. My wife got, um, you know, she started to uh, uh, experience symptoms of losing the baby again. And um, you know, we went to hospital, and I actually, um, I was just completely devastated because I couldn't go through the, the first time I lost the baby. It was that was probably the hardest thing I've ever dealt with in my life. And so the thought of actually going through that again, I was, I just, I couldn't do it. Like I was, you know, it was, um, it was awful. And uh, my wife was in there and, um, in the hospital and um, I got called in on the, uh, the second night or third night, which was actually New Year's Day. And um, I, uh, that, we were in the ultrasound room. So my wife down there, where they were doing the ultrasound and they found the baby, but it was no heartbeat. And um, I was holding my wife's hand and I was just looking at the screen and there was no heartbeat for about a minute. Um, what seemed like it seemed longer than that, but I would just say about a minute. And I just said in my head, I'll go to church. Like that was all I said, I'll go to church. And as soon as I said that in my head, I didn't even say it aloud, I said it in my head. And as soon as I said that, a heartbeat came on the screen. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh. And my wife ended up having this incredible pregnancy. Um, you know, she she had an amazing birth. Um, Sierra, um, our three-year-old now, she was a she was a month early or um, five weeks early, but she had this great pregnancy. Um, she didn't have any of the symptoms that um, you know that we'd lost the first one with and, and stuff. And it was an uncomplicated birth. It was natural birth. Everything was just amazing. After this point that Sven started going to church, and after hearing a guest speaker talk one day, he decided to give his life to Christ. Um, we had a guest, um, uh, a guest preacher that had come in that was talking about his role in drugs and alcohol and addiction and games and all sorts of stuff, and, and that's where I gave my life to Christ. Sven also attended the Alpha Course, pioneered by author and vicar Nikki Gumbel, which explores God and the Christian faith. On one of the nights, people were invited to receive the Holy Spirit, and although Sven didn't understand who the Holy Spirit was, he put up his hand and said yes. Sven experienced God in a powerful way and felt a flood of peace from his head all the way down to his toes. 
was the Alpha and I that said the introduction of the Holy Spirit, and I, I didn't know what the Holy Spirit was. Um, I couldn't, I had no idea. Uh, and they said, you know, if anyone wants to, I just knew I needed the Holy Spirit. So um, they said, if anyone wants the Holy Spirit, I'm like, my hand goes up. I'm like, yeah, I want it, you know. And, um, and I got prayed upon. And as, um, the only thing I could describe was as I was getting prayed upon and I'm, I received the Holy Spirit and I started speaking in different language and, and I felt this flood of peace from my head all the way down to my toes. And, and I was... I was just crying and it was a really incredible experience. So coming back to the rock at the beach, after Sven had met Josh that morning while he was praying, he invited him to attend a Bible college. Josh agreed to come along. At college, Sven and Josh met another person named Kaz. The three would go on to form a close friendship that God would use as they spent time fellowshipping and praying together. But before talking more about this, let's learn about Kaz and how he came to faith in Christ. So Kaz grew up in the Muslim country of Iran. Kaz didn't practice Islam, but he always believed that there was a God who was the creator of the universe. So as I said to you, uh, I grew up in Iran, a Muslim country, and I always believed in God. Until I moved to Australia, never practiced Islam as such, but I always believed that God created the world and the universe and there is hell and heaven so that was the foundation that I always believed. Kaz moved to Australia in 2007 after he purchased an apartment in Sydney. On the first day he arrived he met a Christian couple whom he became good friends with over the next two years. at the age but by the age of 30 so the opportunity came um, I bought a apartment in, in Sydney in DY uh, over the phone uh, on the day of my birthday uh, the reason I'm saying this is all part of my testimony that how I got connected with God through this purchase that I made so I bought this apartment over the phone. I moved in, in uh, to that apartment a couple months after. But the day that I moved in, I met uh, amazing godly Christians um, that they, they welcomed me to the apartment. Um, I was loved by I was loved on by them. Uh, and we, had, we started having a relationship with this elderly, I started having a relationship with elderly couple for, uh, for two years. While Kaz was living in Sydney, he travelled a lot for work as a civil structural engineer. The Christian couple, Beth and Stuart, looked after his apartment while he was gone and spent time praying for him. 
was I was doing at the time. I was traveling a lot for my work. enjoyed his work as a civil engineer and liked living in his apartment in Sydney. But after two years, he felt that there was an emptiness in him. Something just wasn't quite right in his heart. Uh, but after two years, uh, I felt like an emptiness inside my heart. I had everything. I had, I had a really good job. I was earning a good money, I was living in a really good spot in Sydney, but I was missing something. From that moment, from it, which was around April 2012 till, uh, till June, I was, I was battling through this emptiness in my heart. And all I did was, I didn't get into drugs or alcohol or anything else. Like, uh, I've never been into any of those things. but. All I did was, I rang Bev after two months. I said, Bev, I don't know, there's something going on in my heart, but I feel like I should come to your church. Uh, at the time, I was in WA, and I said, Bev, I'm going to be in Sydney in, in two days' time. I'll get to Sydney Saturday night, and, and, and can I come to your church Sunday morning? She said, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll pick you up. We'll go. We'll drive, we'll drive you to your church. Kaz went to church, and as he was walking past the prayer chapel, he started crying. We went, uh, so they took me to their church. Uh, in, in C3 uh, Sydney, we have a prayer chapel. So we, uh, we parked the car outside of the church, we walked past the prayer chapel, and they told me, hey, this is, this is a prayer chapel. And as soon as they said pray chapel, I didn't understand what pray chapel was, to be honest. I wasn't a Christian. I didn't know anything. All I knew was uh, Jesus was a prophet. That was my understanding of it. I didn't know Jesus was the Son of God. So the moment they said that that pray chapel, we were walking past the pray chapel, suddenly I started crying. He 
entered into the main sanctuary of the building, and as he listened to the worship music and a message about God's love, he felt a sense of love as he continued to cry. spent a lot of time reading the Bible and praying, but Kaz had questions. He approached his pastor with the questions, and his pastor recommended that he go to Bible college. Uh, I was reading the Word, uh, I was reading the Word daily, constantly, uh, day after day. Whatever it, uh, I was reading more, I had more questions that I was looking answers that I couldn't find my answers in the church. So I went to the pastor to I need to know more about these things. I feel like I am free from a lot of issues that I was dealing with before. And I have all these questions about Bible. How do I know about this? The pastor uh, uh, recommended Bible college. This was all happening around May to July 2017. Um, I'm a bit precise because I'm an engineer, I guess, as you can be. Yeah. So I started Bible college because I was hungry. I was looking for answers. And it was at Bible college where Kaz met Sven and Josh. They got along straight away and on the first day of Bible college, they decided to form a prayer group. They met on a rock at a beach at Montevale Headlands in New South Wales, the same place where Josh first met Sven while he was praying there one morning. I didn't know. I have. I had the gift of prophecy, 
and I remember that I was praying for Josh and Sven and things that I was praying for them, they were very specific, but I think that I was actually prophetic. And, and they were receiving the prophetic words, and every time they were saying, oh, brother, thank you so much for prophesying. But now inside I was saying, that, no, no, I'm not prophesying, I'm just praying. And we would be down the rock, like, you know, so jumping to the prayers, we would go down to the rock, and like Casper was saying, we would do that for six days, and we are doing it, you know, for months on end, and, and we would just literally we'd go down there, the sun would be up, and we'd be on that rock, and we would be praying, we'd be, you know, Casper would be as this beautiful gift of prophecy, and he'd be prophesying over us, and he'd be tears just falling, and, and we'd be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this is incredible, and um, there was just such a presence um, at the rock, there was such a, such a presence there, and, you know, um, when two or three gather, and, you know, I'll be there in the midst, like, God was in the midst of that, that, that place, and, and um, Josh would just have these prayers, and I would literally just, they were like lyrics, and I'd be like, there were golden lyrics that would just be these beautiful offerings, like, you know, to God, I'd be just I'd be sitting there going, oh, standing there like, you know, God, I'm listening to like, you know, this amazing, beautiful prayer, like worship. I'd be learning from them going, oh, these guys are teaching me so much, like, you know, and so incredible, like how we all came together and they just became such dear friends and um, such amazing warriors. Like, you know, they'd be praying stuff for me and my family and, and saying, you know, they, they, um, they're praying. You know that they wanted me to be safe and prosper and and all sorts of stuff. Because no one's ever done that for me, <laughs> you know. And um, I really felt the experience of of we really developed a beautiful friendship, like you know, um, the three of us. And and I really got to understand what a brother was. That's where I understood what a brother was. I didn't really, I didn't have a, I read it in the Bible, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was something someone that I could go to and talk about my most intimate things and have someone that would be like, you know what, brother, I got your back. We're going to pray right now. We're going to, we're going to celebrate Jesus. We're going to, you know, um, I didn't know it was someone I could go to to say, Hey, I'm really struggling with this. Can you help? And, and they would lift me up when I, when I didn't have, you know, when I felt like I'd fallen on the battlefield, they would come in behind me and they would strengthen me. And, um, there was just so many things that happened on the rock. Um, and one of those experiences, I have to mention that, brothers, was Castro said, "Gotta pray the Lord's prayer." And and we got to Matthew six ten, where it was um, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And as soon as we said heaven, there was a wave that had come, and it had completely saturated us, like completely saturated us from head to toe. And we just start like celebrating, you know, like we've just been, it was like we got baptized. Um, you know, we said on earth as it is in heaven, as soon as we say heaven, this wave comes in. It doesn't wash us away. It wasn't like a powerful wave like that. It was a wave that just completely saturated us. And it was like we had been there for a good 40 minutes or something, you know. There hadn't been any waves. There hadn't been anything like that. And yet, as soon as we say heaven, this wave comes in and saturates us. And we're like, wow, hallelujah, this is amazing. And 
Uh, anyway, that Sunday, so I think that was on a Thursday or a Friday, and uh, on Sunday I went to church, and uh, uh, and there was a gentleman that uh, was a guest speaker there. I, I actually don't know his name, but um, he had died, and he'd actually gone to heaven, and he was giving his testimonial about when he died, and he got he got stung by a box jellyfish, and um, in Indonesia, and you know he was pronounced dead. And he was dead for forty five minutes or so. So anyway, uh, the, the he had slides of him in hospital and, and all sorts of stuff, and um, so he's going through these slides, and he, he said the one thing that kept going, you know, as as he was dying, was the Lord's prayer, and. He's going through and he's got up on the screen, he's got the Lord's Prayer and he's saying the Lord's Prayer. And as he gets to heaven, heaven, like, as he gets to that uh, Matthew 6.10 line, it was a longer phrase. So it was our Father in heaven. Next line, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven was a longer phrase. And right over the word heaven was a, was a, a, a wave. He had a wave. Um, like a, a picture, so on the the, um, the slide that he was showing, uh, you know, he's got the the prayer written out, and over heaven is a wave coming over it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible! It's just, and that was how, like, um, and and it's um, not limited to just the rock, but that's how God was showing up, like you know, and and just sort of verifying things that were happening. So that was the rock. For me. <laughs> and didn't you get um, pain relief or healing in your knee or something? After oh my gosh! Oh yes! Oh Josh, yes. So I had broken my leg in six places. Oh, see, I, yeah, thank you. I'd broken my leg in six places, and I I used to hobble to the to the place, um, you know, where we would uh, like pray. Anyway, I struggled, and I got up the rock. It was everything was a real struggle. When that wave came over, I started jumping up and down. So I just started jumping, and I didn't realize I was like, you, you reminded me, it was really funny. I didn't, I, then it hit me, it was like, you're jumping. Like, you know, and I was like, my leg doesn't hurt. And then Josh and Kazra saw me jumping out of like joy. I got a massive smile, like, whoa! And they start jumping as well, right? So the three of us on the rock and I'm like guys you don't understand like my leg's been like healed I had this massive problem with my leg and and you know like I it felt weak it felt sore it was it was um uncomfortable I had pain and then you know I went from that to like um you know there was none of that pain I was it was just an absolute beautiful miracle So that brings us to an end of this episode of Testimonies of Truth. Thanks heaps to Josh, Kaz and Sven for being on the show to share their stories. And thanks to Nathan for helping with this episode. If you'd like to find out more about Testimonies of Truth, you can check us out on Facebook or Twitter or go to testimonieswebsite.podbean.com.